0: Hi everyone, this is Inside Dance with Taylor and Alex.
1: Featuring your hosts, Taylor Bradley. And Alex Yankovic. Yeah, every day, we're just out here. What's up guys and welcome to Inside Dance with Taylor and Alex. We've got an amazing episode in store for you. We are joined later by our biggest group yet. We have the Quiner sisters joining us um, to tell us a little bit about themselves and their dance journeys from age seven into their professional careers. So literally we got something that'll appeal to everyone. So be sure to stick around and check that out. If it's your first time joining us, we're really excited to be with you in your ears. Little backstory. I'm Taylor Bradley, and I'm joined by my co-host, Alex Jankovic. And each week we dive into a different topic with a different featured guest of the dance industry. So we hope to cover everything from competition, commercial to professional, to concert. So uh, be sure to check out any of our other episodes in any particular order to hear all of the amazing guests that we have had the opportunity to interview. Speaking of, let's make sure that we're staying up to date with each other so you can find us on Instagram, on social media at Inside Dance Podcast. And while you're there, you can check out all of our content as far as who we're having on for our next week's guests and probably a lot of behind the scenes shenanigans with Alex and I. <laughs> then go ahead and follow our partners at Inside Dance Magazine. Their handle is Inside Dance Mag. And then, of course, we want to hear from you in any way possible, whether that be a DM or you can write to us at our email at inside dance Podcast at gmail.com. I think that was my fastest intro I've ever yeah. said. Can you tell I've had too much coffee, Alex?
0: No, that was so beautiful. And actually, you know, it's been a year or almost. Ah,
1: a year, it's our birthday. I think it's been
0: like a year since we started like, you know, letting people know, hey, there's something coming, but like. We're our, expecting our, a child. Our <laughs> first, yeah, our first, our first episode, I think is we're coming up on a year uh, when we started this before our partnership with Inside Dance, which is super exciting. And um, yeah, I'm just really, really proud of us and I'm really proud for us, you know, becoming kind of articulate, articulate. Cool. I completely was like an oxymoron with what I just said.
1: Articulate.
0: We're coming we're becoming articulate with uh the dance industry and our whole environment and it's really cool cuz I feel like I never really talked about it. And I feel like as dancers, we stay quiet all the time. We don't use our Mm -hmm. voice and it's really fun. And It's a gift that we get to talk to all of these amazing guests and dancers. So I'm so thankful.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And shout out to anyone that's in the podcast production industry because a year into this and we're still figuring out how things work. Uh, But it's been so interesting, Alex. I don't know if you felt this way, but even like my social skills now in settings, I go into podcast interview mode and I'm like, tell me more about that. How did that make you feel? Like, (laughs) so it's been really cool. So thank you to all of our guests. If you're listening, thank you for your patience with us as, um, as, as being our guinea pigs, (laughs) honestly, um, but really teaching us a lot as well. And also, um, Alex and I have both decided the hardest word in the American language to say is edited it. <laughs> yeah. I edited it. I edited. it. You just tried yeah, saying it right now. Didn't you? You did listener. Fi- you did. Yeah.
0: We need to find a other word. I edited. it. I edited it. Was it
1: was edited. It was edited. Um, anyway. It's
0: nearly impossible.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's tough and stuff, but um, cool. Well, let's talk about it's, was one of my favorite holidays in the entire, entire world this past Sunday. Because if you've tuned in, you know that your boy loves to sleep. I'm on that Vegas night schedule. I am not a morning person. But we had daylight savings, which means we get an extra hour of beautiful, pure sleep.
0: Celebrate (laughs) privately.
1: We go from 2 a.m. to 2 a.m. again, and that's pretty pretty rad. I love a theme on a motif. I don't know. It might be one. I made that up. Details, unimportant. Well, I
0: was so stressed because I was up really early Sunday morning. Um to work and I like I, was I said like, two
1: different people here. I
0: know I like, I, like my phone clock was correct, was daylight savings time, but the hotel clock was an hour ahead. And I literally was like, am I off? And I was like, no one's called me yet though. So I think I'm fine. But the iPhone in daylight saving stuff, the iPhone always knows.
1: Shout out. Shout out Apple. Um No, but I think, um, it's so interesting. It has such, though it has a positive effect on for that one day, uh, that one 60 minute session of extra sleep. It definitely has a different, um, effect on my day-to-day life through, uh, fall and winter. I know, um, in many places on the East coast already, they've started like, okay, it's dark at 4 PM, you know? And, um, Going back to season one or two, where I kept making the analogy of me being a plant, I am so sensitive to light and to like my mood. I know Vegas life, like when you go in for shows at six o'clock or you have gigs and it's dark when you go into work, it's almost like a little heavier, which I don't know why that is, but. Um, I, remember, I,
0: I remember that we would always talk about how we're like, we hate driving to work at this hour now. At dark time, yeah. Oh, so It was so dark. Dark time, what did but I just also, say? But also, like, during that time, like, when you're in a show, because you work all the holidays, it's just, it can be dark Any Like, it's dark, <laughs> it's dark.
1: It's always at night, dark. And then you're like,
0: you just ate, like, a full Thanksgiving meal, and then you're driving it to, like, go perform, and you're like, 100. Okay, yeah, yeah, we're making this work. Um, yeah. I don't yeah, know, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Thing. Because even with class too, and like going to, I guess, not auditions, but. No, um, but
0: it's definitely like weird. Like if I have my like weekly class that I go take, I'm like, why am I driving in the dark right now? Like Mm -hmm. it's so, it's so weird that way. It totally changes things. This is the first year I've been like really happy about it getting darker earlier. I don't know why. I literally have been like, I'm like happy when. When I'm seeing, like, the city lights and the... Yeah, that's true. It's, it's well,
1: maybe it's because this is your first time, like, in a not-COVID daylight savings exactly. in a city again, you know? Yeah,
0: and, like, like I'm able to, like, do go out and do things. It was really funny, though. When I was in Maine for Christmas last year, um, it was, like, a very stressful, stressful time just making sure, like... Because the
1: blueberry ice of cream? Co- <laughs> <the> because <blueberry. laughs>
0: of COVID and stuff. Like, I quarantined for 10 days before I took the flight. Like, it was that was just such a different time but it gets Maine is the tip of the. US
1: like, Maine is is the darkest the most
0: north it was
1: home of vampires 3 30 and...
0: p.m dark 330 oh. like pitch my- so that that was like a little too ag- aggressive like yeah, yeah yeah but yeah I like it's definitely like an adjustment for sure um with our lives.
1: I feel that, but double shout out here. Shout out to the state of Arizona, which is the <laughs> only state that doesn't have to deal with this. I feel so bad. I have a student <clears throat> that, uh, she lives in Kingman like right over the, um, Arizona border. And so, but she drives two hours to oh, take class in Vegas. So poor girl was like, well, now with the time change, I don't get home till midnight. And like what's eight o'clock for me is seven o'clock for you. And I'm like, wow, kid, you, you are the, Yeah. You you win.
0: Okay, bonus points a for whole you.
1: Yeah, yeah, another
0: level. But
1: um, in that, I also want to say, uh, this past weekend, I was so so happy to go back and visit our alma mater, Alex. Which, if you listen to this podcast, you, there's. You clearly know that Alex and I are big fans of the University of Arizona, both their (laughs) dance program and just the college life that, um, the college memories that we had there, but yeah, it was their homecoming and I was so excited to go back and be in Tucson, but, um, shout out to the dance program at the universe at the university articulation <laughs> university of Arizona. Um, I had the chance to watch a couple of rehearsals because they're gearing up for their first live so performance exciting. in over two years next weekend. So if you're hearing this and you're in the Tucson area, Google university of Arizona dance premium blend and go check out some amazing work, go support uh, both our dance foundation and also just the arts in general. Cause we could all use more of that.
0: Oh, but. Yes. And then also Uh, Taylor and I have a (laughs) mutual.
1: We're really good at words today.
0: (laughs) A mutual friend uh, getting married, and we're all going to Scottsdale. Oh, I get to see your face in person. Two weeks. And I'm like, way too excited
1: should we do like should we script? get everyone together and bring our mics and just do like a oh. random <laughs> yeah i'd like it like it Wait. won't be a full episode but we could just do like hanging out with friends with taylor and alex well, you guys,
0: yeah maybe you guys come over on on sunday
1: inside dance with taylor and alex plus friends
0: wait that would actually be so funny like a cute little bonus episode
1: yeah 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 uh, okay yeah, so I'm that's sure happening. everyone would
0: hate us but <laughs> yeah <laughs> really funny. so it's only gonna be
1: us plus friends that listen yeah. to it and nobody else
0: <laughs> yeah honestly it'd be like what we did for our senior video when we like went
1: around oh, the room iconic, iconic.
0: <laughs> i know everyone really listening really likes these stories that yeah i don't get us well, just detail about <laughs>
1: Just making inside joke allusions. Uh, All right. Well, here, we're back outside. We're getting rid of the jokes and we're moving forward into our amazing interview with the Quiner sisters. So stay tuned and check it out. All right, you guys, I am so excited for this next Group of guests, honestly. Um, this is going to be a first for uh, IDP in that we are welcoming on our largest party yet. Um, so please go ahead without further ado, welcome me and joining Krista Quiner and the Quiner sisters. Hi, ladies. How are you? Good. <laughs> It's, it's so like a amazing. choir.
0: <laughs> yes, and we have we have seven humans um, on our screen right now, not including Taylor and I, which is incredible. And honestly, we were not expecting to have all of you here, so just a huge thank you for all being here. We hope you're excited. It's amazing.
1: Um, why don't we do real quick? Let's do a roll yeah. call. Um, why don't you, Krista, take the lead? Start us off.
2: I'm the mom. <laughs> <laughs> and- they, should they introduce
0: themselves no. like, down the line? Let's go let's down
1: the do line. Let's do that. Start us I'm off, I'm
0: Eliana. I'm Eliana,
2: I'm 12 years old. I'm Savannah,
0: and I turned 19 today. Yay! Happy birthday! birthday. Amazing! <laughs> I'm Rachel, and I'm 16. Amazing. I'm Michelle,
2: and I'm 22. I'm Caroline, and I'm 14. I'm Jillian, and I'm 24
0: amazing i was wondering if we we're all sitting in um chronological order That's, oh oh my gosh that is so so amazing to have you guys all here with us um so i'm glad we all were able to introduce ourselves so this is amazing so if one of us can maybe answer this maybe michelle where are you all from and how did you get into dance yeah and then we can expand on everybody else too okay well we're
2: from long valley new jersey and my mom put Jillian and I in class, into ballet class when we were, I was two and she was four because she thought we would look cute in a tutu. Yes. And, and <laughs> as she kept having more kids. Um, they just all, uh, I guess, looked up to what we were doing, so they wanted to give it a try, too, and... We all loved it, so we just
0: kept going, and now here we are. Oh my gosh, that is absolutely incredible! Let's go, Krista. Krista, honestly, the super mom here. Yeah. Really responsible for
2: this. <laughs>
1: wow, Krista. Well, um, is this is this all of the children? Is are, are are we missing anyone else here? I have two boys. Also,
2: they don't
1: dance.
2: <laughs> my son is on his way to soccer practice now. Hopefully. Um, he's the youngest he's 10 yeah uh, they haven't all wanted to dance at all points I remember Caroline she was little at one point point, wanted to try rhythmic gymnastics and soccer but um, for the most part now everyone is, is
0: definitely dance oh my gosh so do you all go to obviously go to the same dance studio or do you guys try to train at multiple different places you're all at the same place
2: well, we started out at the same
1: studio, but now we're kind of all over the Amazing. Really? How does that okay. work? Like, I'm, I'm curious, both from a logistic, uh, you know, parent standpoint, because I know my mom alone was like, oh, you have to go to dance five days a week. <laughs> you know, we definitely utilize the carpool system efficiently. So how how do you balance that? And as and dancers, how do you guys, uh, I guess, how does it work is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I'm trying to <laughs> find the words here. <laughs>
2: Well, some people drive, like Michelle and Jillian, and then my youngest four all go to American Ballet Theater's Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis School in New York City. Oh. Savannah, Savannah starts at 11 a.m., and she just graduated from high school, so she takes the train into the city.
0: I was just about to ask. Okay.
2: And then later in the afternoon, I take Rachel and Caroline and Ellie, and then we all come Together in go shell drives, American Repertory Ballet, and Jillian teaches dance at several different
1: dance studios. So That's awesome. Where's that, Jillian? Where is it that you teach? Um, it's mainly at
2: Tarvin Hills Ballet in Annandale and the North Jersey School of Dance Arts in
0: Hackingstown. Amazing. I was That's just on fantastic. the phone with my sister this morning, and I have a sister who dances as well, but it's just she, myself and my older brother, but, um, she lives in New York city as well, but we, t- she's working, um, for Holy angels right now. And so she's like in Jersey a lot, very often. Um, and so we were talking about how easy it is sometimes to get back and forth. So that's amazing that you all are able to make that work. Okay. I kind of want to start with Eliana on this question though, Eliana, even though, you know, it's still probably new ish to you. What are the biggest challenges that you, uh, feel with having all of your sisters being dancers and it doesn't even have to be challenges, like just even, uh, things that you notice about it, especially, you know, being the youngest.
2: Well, uh, it's hard. Like, sometimes, I, have to, like I look up to them a lot and I have to like, focus and I try to get to their level
1: sometimes. Oh. To get- totally. Do you think, <laughs> is that inspiring or a little bit like nerve wracking or a little bit both?
0: Yes.
1: But how cool is it to have like such a big, um, support system and so many strong leaders, strong women that you can follow examples by and follow in their path um, and expand upon that too. But I think it's really, really cool. I am the youngest of my family and I didn't have any siblings that danced. Um, So I think it's really cool that, that you guys all kind of fall into this same, uh, you have the same hobbies and the same interests, but I can imagine that it's both, It's got its ups and its downs. It's cool to, you know, be able to relate, but then it's also, I'm sure, I guess, let's see, Rachel, here's my question for you. Do you feel like uh, people, friends or dance teachers, do they compare you guys? That's a good
2: question. I mean, not a ton. I mean, the person who compares us the most is probably our mom. (laughs) (laughs) She's
1: allowed to. She can do whatever she wants. She, She made you.
2: If somebody's doing something working really hard, I'm kinda like, how come you're not doing that? Like this person and they all know what I'm talking about. They've gotten lectures this person is working really hard. And then I'm thinking that they all should be doing the same thing as yeah. so you know they get
0: into Um, that's super interesting. Krista, do you have a dance background?
2: I was a gymnast and I did take about six years of ballet and I thought oh, wow. it was really boring. And <laughs> Didn't know why anyone would want to do pliés at the bar if they could do flips on a balance beam.
1: <laughs> I uh, love I that.
2: Never, never planned to have them all dance. It was just like the thing that they would do to help out the cool super sport that they did. But, you know, it didn't turn out that way. because
0: they like, That's uh, such an interesting point. Yeah, because people do ballet. Football players will take ballet so that they can, you know, work on almost that physical therapy. But I will say... Talking about ballet, and I'm sure all of you feel this way, being ballerinas. It depends on your teacher. I feel like if I have a good ballet teacher, that's what makes me fall in love with it. And anytime I had a bad ballet teacher, I was like, this is this is the worst. Like, I would rather do flips somewhere, even though I had no, <laughs> no bandwidth to do that. I would have no idea, but it always did seem boring until I had a teacher who made it seem like the most amazing thing in the world. Did either of you have a moment like that where... You know, yes, you're b- being put into dance at a young age, but then you had that moment where you were like, "Oh my god, I love this. This is my passion." Anyone want to share with that?
2: Well, I I definitely feel like a teacher does change it for you and also what helps me a lot is like music.
0: Yes. 100%. It's
2: really inspiring then that usually gives me so much motivation inside. And then I feel like every time I hear a new song that I love that I'm dancing to, that it it makes me fall in love with dance again in a different way.
0: Amen. I'm the same way. I'm the
1: same way. Honestly, Krista, I really hope that like, you like if there was a Costco for like dance tights I really (laughs) hope that you would be the number one member I hope Capizio has you on like the short list for every holiday season
0: (laughs) wait is there you don't have to share this if you don't want to but is there some sort of like family discount that you all are able to get because you have to buy you know purchase so many like (laughs) I don't know I want to know about the logistics of costuming and training clothes
2: well, for, in terms of point shoes, Michelle, you know she's a professional ballet dancer, so she gets all her shoes. And then some people represent Russian point, so their it. shoes that yeah. way. Or or of a dance, so that helps. Good. If they're representing companies or
1: whatever, but yeah. that was going to be my next question. Is I was like, so does the family all wear the same brand of point shoe? Is there point <laughs> shoe drama? Who wears what?
0: <laughs> oh my! Wait, can, Michelle, can you tell us what point shoes you wear? Because I'm actually so curious.
2: I wear Grisho Maya.
0: Okay, is- sweet.
2: And, well, it's Nikolai now. They hire a costume designer. They spend hundreds of dollars on a costume, and of course, I have all of them. And I don't do that. I'm like, what do we have in the closet? And I just pull out something, and I'm like, okay, who wants to wear this for their solo? Like, so it is very bare bones. Yeah, Perfect. Want, like, the same <laughs> costume from someone else. And, like, I've worn. Things from like my own sister solos, for, like I didn't solo on me because it's so expensive for all of them. So some of those things I just
0: can't do. Yeah, that's the only way to do it, and it matters about the dance and the movement and what you you can you can bring something new to it wearing the same costume, no matter what. It's a new energy a new dance. So it's a, yeah, that's brilliant. That's the way you do it for sure.
2: Absolutely. Cool. Had a costume this year for Dance Awards that she. She was at Radio City as Clara. She would collect the little rocket sparkles that would fall off during the show. So, during the tours afterwards, backstage tours, she would collect them and she got them all in a big jar. And we put them on her costume this year. So, it looked really pretty good because it had all these sparkles and it had significance from the show. And the was is called Bright Lights. So, and like, we do stuff like that that had some personal meaning and it looks nice on stage. Yeah. We'll
0: That's amazing. What years did you do Radio City? And have more of you done Radio City for, like, Clara before?
2: I wish I knew the years. Yeah. 2015, 2016, 2017, and 2018. Oh my gosh, that's
0: amazing! I, I congratulations. Just, yeah, congrats. Um, we have a mutual friend who uh, dances in the ensemble, and then we know a couple of the Rockettes as well. But that's amazing. I think I just missed well, you then. I, last time I saw the show was 2019. That's amazing, actu-
2: though. Actually,
1: Alex, um, one of our students, Crystal Hwang, she is going to do Clara right now. Like, amazing. yeah, she like is going in for the first time. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I know. I'm like tis the season. Blah, 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 blah. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's amazing on
2: Sunday Ellie was in ABT's production of Giselle and Crystal came
1: to the show how fun that's so
0: fun oh sh- that's amazing I love well, I love how sm- small our dance world is
1: absolutely well Alex and I are both um intrigued because we're both self-proclaimed jazz arenas to the nth degree. You know, we definitely grew up doing more jazz uh, contemporary modern movement, uh, but we're both graduates of the University of Arizona's dance program, which uh, is evenly ballet jazz modern. So I remember my freshman year, like, you know, I'm like, oh, ballet, whatever. I I do it because I have to. (laughs) And six foot two me walks in there and they're like, here's ballet tights. We're doing Allegro Brillant by Balanchine. And I'm like, what is happening with my hands? I don't understand. (laughs) So I have so much respect. I mean, I had to kind of take the crash course and learn real quick, um, the, the finesse and the beauty and the technique that comes with doing, um, such renowned, uh, ballet works. But I have so much respect for, um, you guys for pursuing it for so long and for sticking to it and for, um, yeah, j- j- just it blows my mind. It, it it really does the the ins and outs of, of the ballet world. But this is a very long transition into my next question, which is Michelle. Um, or, I'm sorry, Jillian. As the oldest uh, sister of the family, um, what was it like for you? Kind of the opposite of Eliana's question, uh, being the oldest and blazing that trail. Um, what was your experience with that? And how does it feel? You know, having being a leader to so many young, uh, incredible dancers. Yeah.
2: Um, well, I definitely felt pressure growing up because if you're younger and you're not as good at something, then it's like, it's just okay. But when you're older, it feels like you have to be better at everything. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that just wasn't. So then it's like, you know, I don't know. It feels kind of weird. But, but then, especially as you get older, um, you know, you kind of just accept the differences, and you find that there's just, regardless of age, there's some things that that you're better at, and some things that your siblings are better at. So yeah, Jillian's, and then Jillian's the only one that's not ballet focused. She can tap, tap and do contemporary, and the rest of them are ballet. So it was different. Yeah, she's good at tap, and she can hip hop a little better, and she's a little sharper than the rest of the guys. So.
0: It's that's definitely a tough position to be in, but it's great too that everyone has you to look up to. And also it is a little bit unfair because you just blaze that trail. And then the people who watch you can kind of do the same thing, but then make changes here or there, but it's still such an important place to be. And I know that you're an amazing role model for all of them. So it's got to be super rewarding.
2: We didn't know that much when Jillian was growing up when she was little how much more ballet helped the rest of them, and we turned and focused on ballet, and that really changed things for them. And Jillian just didn't have that benefit, and I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know anything about competition camp. And I just remember it was so hard to get a scholarship at a workshop at first, and we talked about it and worked towards it, and it was super cool when she would win those sorts of things. And then for these guys, it was not like that. It was more like the pressure to be the winner at everything because people are expecting that of you. So Jillian got to kind of fly under the radar for a little while. I think that was nice. That's amazing. Once, for them, they don't have that. Originally, Michelle and I were known as the sisters. Like, it yeah. was just, yeah, we, we were the Quiner sisters. It was just
1: two. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone else came on. And then the rest of it, honestly, in our introduction, it sounded like a band. It's Krista Quiner and the Quiner sisters. So, yeah. we'll make band t shirts with point shoes on them. yes um, Savannah, how about let's hear from you. Where do you see like what is your end goal? Just out of curiosity, to pick your brain, where do you see your dancing taking you um, in the next few years?
2: Um, I would definitely say I want to get into a professional ballet company. Like ABT is my top place to go. JKO school and yeah, I mean. My top picks are ABT. Then I would need to go to ARB because Michelle is there and it'd be fun to be like dancer or her um, Pittsburgh Ballet or Washington Ballet. Amazing. Yeah,
0: You've got options. Yeah.
1: Totally. Um, well, Krista, um, coming back to you from the matriarch of the family, um, what has been both the biggest struggle of having so many dancers um, and then the biggest reward of having so many uh, dancers in the family.
2: I think the biggest reward is seeing them do well, either in competition or on stage in a performance. Especially after COVID, and having that kind of taken away, just being back this past weekend, watching Michelle perform and Ellie perform was so amazing. To be in a theater with stage and lights and audience was incredible. And then to go to some dance workshops, we went to Nuevo a couple weeks ago, and everyone did really well. Just you know, getting to see their solos that they created themselves and put on stage and um, having them do so well was exciting for them. I think the hardest thing is the cause or <laughs> just the time that it takes, you know, that I'm driving them into the city. I'm stuck in New York City for five hours, a couple of days a week waiting for them in class. And just not knowing what to do for all that time. <laughs> I like to be busy, so it's just hard to be like, okay, I'm stuck here homeless in my car. This are not allowed up at, at 890 Broadway anymore because of COVID. So just
0: oh wow, you know,
2: that is the you know, some of that is draining, but definitely the financial aspects are challenging too. Of LA course, scholarship at ABT, but uh, the rest of that, so, but it does get not be to do
0: Yeah.
1: You bring up such a good point of, um, I know for myself and I think Alex too, we both lived really close to our home dance studios. Um, and I just have to give a shout out to anyone that commutes like that, especially whether it be um, due to recent COVID protocols, not being able to go into a studio and kind of like you said, being temporarily homeless, stuck in your car for five hours or anyone, you know, I know that we, I had some fellow dancers when I was growing up that would commute like 45 minutes to an hour. And even some students I teach now, they drive from Arizona and they'll do their homework in their car and stuff. And it just speaks volumes to you as young dancers and artists. If you're like, you're committed, you know, it's. It's not like I'm kind of wishy-washy. I don't know. I, I didn't know yeah. what to, like, What my after-school hobby was going to be. It's like so respectable that, that you can commit to something and commit to the commute. So um, I think that's Huge. something that, 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 yeah, definitely should be noted and is, is a beautiful thing, inspiring.
0: Uh, and I want to talk to you, Krista, a little bit more, but really quickly, you brought up that you all uh, choreographed your own solos. How was that? We'll so we're with, choreographers yeah, as well, Let's fierce, added to the
1: resume. <laughs> Let's
0: start with you, Rachel. How was that process? Because I feel like choreographing on myself as a solo would be really difficult.
2: Yeah. like I think Michelle was the one who kind of started out like us doing self-choreography. I've done it since I was like 11.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I've just been because of like the financial thing. And I honestly like doing it because I can decide what I want to put in my solo and what I think will show me off the best. So... I mean, it was really hard this past time, though, because I had to create a solo for nationals, because usually you would create a solo to do at regionals and then at nationals, but I had like two weeks maybe before nationals to create it and bring it to life, and that was really hard. But I made a blog about it.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's amazing. What about you, Michelle?
2: Um. Yeah, so like Rachel said, we kind of started that so that we could save money because we- yeah, in get a solo every year and I was not good at it <laughs> at first like thankfully when I choreographed my first solo I had a teacher that helped me a little bit and was like oh you need to make this travel more you need to study these choreographers and, and look at what they're doing and it will help you and but as I kept doing it I got more and more comfortable and like Rachel said you can really put in what you feel you're strongest at which is nice because you know yourself the best so you Mm -hmm. know what you're best at and also like if you put in something and you feel like it's not working you can always go back and change it and not worry about if the choreographer would get upset with you changing your choreography yeah that was always nice and then we both of us have been choreographing for our sisters a little bit too
0: Oh, I bet that's fun. Harder, though. It's definitely yeah, harder. <laughs> and,
2: like,
1: Come on, you can do yeah. four pirouettes. go. <laughs> yeah, and,
0: and Caroline, what was your experience with that? Yeah,
2: you we know, this past year, Rachel choreographed, well, and last year, so these past two years, Rachel's choreographed is solo with me. And, like, it is pretty tough, actually, like, coming up with it. Like, Together? As soon as we fight, yeah. We fight if I don't, like, I don't like what she did ever. She was like my idea, but it it was really rewarding when it actually like the solo did well and it actually got on stage. So, well, That's she I'll, I'll just That's say true. it was at UO. She got first place um, with her solo that Rachel choreographed, and the judging panel was like Travis Wall yeah. and Denise Wall. Wall and Chantel. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the next day after class, Travis told Caroline how much he liked her solo and he gave her high score. And, like, oh, so and Rachel was like, Oh wow, <laughs> Travis likes the solo I created for Caroline. So, you know, it was just, and it's it, but there had been tears along the way leading up <laughs> to that. <laughs> the stress of it all that I Yeah, it's,
1: it's all it. too real.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting too. I mean, you uh bring up the financial aspect and you know some people you know do charge like a uh, $1000 for a solo and i i've had students who are amazing dancers and choreographers and because that that's just not in the cards they choreograph their their own and they end up winning <laughs> and i'm like it's it's mm-hmm. just it's about the intention and what you're doing with the movement and the solo that matters more than you know anything else that's incredible uh,
2: okay, Taylor, I'll let you oh yeah. Clunky <laughs> one, and Rachel's and Susie Taylor. So we do a social awesome challenge like we do get choreographers here or there about years to ago. ago. <laughs> <laughs> Not that consistently, it just depends, you
1: know. Who are some of your role models, some dancers or choreographers that you look up to, um, aside from all the lovely women that uh, you're sitting next to um well at A B T where
2: I go. All the principal dancers there are so amazing. And like, my like, 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 like two favorites are probably like Skylar Brandt and like, my um, um
1: But I love all of them. Rachel, same question for you. Who are some of your dancers that you look up to um, and aspire to dance like, perform like? <laughs> <laughs> I guess
2: Ballet would be, like, Tyler Peck.
1: Or yes.
2: Because, I mean, they're both just insane. But then for contemporary, recently, I mean, I've always loved, but Ella Haran, I just love watching her. She's, like, so different from everybody else. And she can do everything. So, And she's really tiny. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, Rachel,
0: outside of ballet, what's your favorite style to do?
2: Definitely contemporary.
0: Amazing. Actually, we should ask that question for everybody. So Eliana, uh, and the, yeah, just outside of ballet, what's our favorite thing that we love to do? Eliana, you can answer first.
2: Well, uh, I think all of our Yeah, yeah. And, uh, everyone thinks contemporary. And like I just said- yeah. Contemporary is better than ballet. <laughs> yeah.
0: I love Jillian. And also ballroom
2: can be really fun. Yes. Yeah. But it is really fun to make it to do it at convention.
1: Totally. Well, and it's so interesting. You bring up a, a good point, kind of the evolution of the dance competition convention world, um, at least since Alex and I were in it, um, not to date myself, but I was at the very first Nouveau. Uh, my senior year, I competed in the very first dance awards. So, um,
2: yeah, I, I was there that.
1: in the senior room. So, yeah. Um, Um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy and both exciting to me how much everything is being invited in now. Whereas back in the day, it was like, we do jazz, we do hip hop, we do tap and you do a tondu and call it a day. Um, now, you know, you're having all these amazing, um, ballet, uh, artists in the, I mean, Katie Spreadbury is one of my favorite, uh, ballet teachers ever. Um, and you're seeing so many, so much more point work at convention and ballroom. And whereas I, we didn't have that opportunity growing up. Um, and I think it's so, so incredible for this generation, for you guys, because it's only going to make you that much more prepared for the real world for auditions. Um, but I have to say, it's amazing that you come from this ballet, this foundation of ballet and having this body awareness. Um, I have no doubt that you guys are all going to be successful, no matter where your dance careers take you. And I'm really excited to see where like the family tree branches out. Krista, you're going to have like comp tickets from like on every state, every coast, you know, (laughs) we'll have concert, we'll have commercial.
0: (laughs) Uh. Well, Krista, I mean, balancing all that you do and, you know, waiting for five hours in the car and doing all of that, I know takes a lot, but what are some of the qualities that you see in your daughters that really make you happy? And what's like a moment where you're like, Oh, this is so worth it. Like, what are the best things that you see? And it could be a communal quality that you see in all of them that really makes it makes you so happy and proud.
2: I think the biggest things that ballet has taught them or dance Is just organizing their time so that they can get their schoolwork done, get
1: to dance on
2: time, still clean their room most of the time on top of that. Yeah. I teach them how to work hard. I'm pretty much always like, you need to work a little harder, because that's just (laughs) where I come from with my gymnastics background. But um, I I mean, I, I feel like it'd be good if it was a little less competitive. But um, I really like how they do pull for each other, help each other out. I feel like there's such a bond between them, especially during COVID when everyone yes. was just by themselves and they had to, our basement is finished and they would be all taking class together and um, oh trying my to put together and joking down here and laughing and having fun. And so that was, I'm going to miss that now that life is going back to normal, but it was fun to see them all grow as artists during a time when it seemed like impossible, but yeah, they still did because then you take, people got better at Brian Friedman, some of those crazy combos that they would yeah. never do, and they're like, "Oh, let's take this class, you know? Yes. You know, I but uh, I think they push each other.
1: That's and beautiful. We That's yeah, we during yeah. COVID.
2: <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Well, that sense of community is so special and it's even more special when it's intertwined with your family. So that's really, really an awesome, uh, journey that you guys get to share with each other. Um, but I want to end on a fun note on a silly note, on a goofy note. Um, uh, first off, general question, do you guys get in fights over stealing each other's clothes?
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone
1: nodded their head at you to uh, I figured as much, but, um, at least you all have good style. Um, my final question I want to ask you guys, give me like two or three of the funniest, embarrassing, silliest fall on your face, costume malfunction stories that you got, and anyone can take a stab at it. If there's anything that stands out. Well, I
2: guess
1: I can go. Yes. I knew you had had one. I
2: knew you had one. (laughs) Performing Clara in the Clinton Nutcrackers. This is not ready to see another nutcracker. I was doing Clara, and there was this whole Clara pas de deux, which is really hard. And um, I was about to get to the huge lift, and I'm running into it, and I somehow miscounted or did something wrong with my feet, and so I just froze. And then I said, "All right, we're going to do it again." So I just (laughs) went back to the corner and redid the lift so that we could do it right.
1: I love Wait. it so much.
2: That is something
0: I would do. I'd be like, no, we're starting over.
1: Hold <laughs> on one second. I'm just gonna let's try it again. Okay, from the top, here we go.
0: That's brilliant. We oh my god.
2: So no, I remember yeah. video. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I have one that was from when I did the Radio City
1: match. All right, Michelle, what you got? <laughs> what
2: you got? There was this section when we were in, uh, well, I was in a gingerbread costume. I it love was, it already. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like super big and thick, and we were just, we had to like chasse, like you can't really move your face to just like this <laughs> side, this side. And um, thankfully, it was only for a dress rehearsal, but at, at one point, I fell and so that means I fell like flat like this because you can't move anyway except like this so I was like flat on my face <laughs> like and you couldn't get up right yeah because you have to have like assistance so yeah so I was just like gingerbread I was just down gingerbread
1: flat. down <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, so I was just laughing so hard because I couldn't get up because I was just flopping around like this until someone helped me up but
0: Thankfully, it was only a dress rehearsal. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I've been in those costumes before. I used to have to wear this one that had, like, poles around my foot. And if you fell down, you were just like, I need someone to grab me. Yeah. Like, so like, yeah. That is amazing. Thank you for sharing.
1: Oh, Krista's given eyes. She's like, you know, don't be shy. Share that one story. Yeah, you got it, <laughs> So, this happened
2: last year, actually. Um... There was like, we were going to a convention and I was gonna do my solo that night. So we checked into the hotel and then the, we had to walk to the convention venue. So it was like, I don't know, like 15, 20 minute walk. And so after walking for that, we were like both dead. We didn't have that much time before our solo. And then it was like right when we got there that we realized I forgot my costume. Great. And I had like, <laughs> nothing in my dance bag, like at all. All I had was like a tan neotar. <laughs> so there's like absolutely nothing that I could wear. And so then and there was no time to go back. Yeah, there was no time to go back. So like my mom was like giving me a lecture. She was so mad at me. And like then she pulled solo because it was like I couldn't do anything. So we're like walking back all like super sad. And then I saw like Kayla Mack. We're like good friends with Kayla Mack and like we saw them across the street and we're like waving to them, like, oh, hi, and, like, we got there, and there we told them that I forgot my costume, and they are like, wait, our hotel's, like, one minute away, we can, like, run and grab something from our hotel room, so, like, we were running, and, like, Kayla just threw me a Leo that she had, and then I had to run back to the venue, and I had, like, two minutes before my solo, so I just, like, threw it on, threw it on like, a little skirt, and then, like, one solo before I was supposed to go on, I did my solo and I was like the second last number so
1: that's how you do it
2: (laughs) it was really shaky but it was good for what circumstance yeah
0: (laughs) you got out there and did it and that makes me feel so much better there's nothing worse than like walking home and being like man I thought you were going to say that you found the costume in your bag like you missed missed finding it and then after you pulled it but that is amazing you went out there and you did it so that's personal
1: come on dance community
2: (laughs) in your bag or something
1: like, well, I just cleaned it out yesterday <laughs> the, the, the one day Inside. every six years you clean out your dance bag and you're like oops it was yesterday um, well I have to I have to expand on that story because there was two girls from my dance studio when I was growing up shout out Holly uh, Holly Robinson and Tori gold uh, they had a duet they 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 had gone to a separate competition to do it forgot both of their costumes or one of them forgot their costumes so they just went to like the merchandise counter and bought like dance USA tank tops and like full on competed their solo or the, their duet in like the merchandise and it was funny cuz they I mean it, they're beautiful dancers and it was incredible what they did but they all got like question marks in the costume category so I'm glad you didn't have to resort to that <laughs>
2: I like it, like seeing their own merchandise on the stage. Yeah, they
1: branding. <laughs> fierce, we're here. I
2: love but it. You
1: guys, well, thank you for, for sharing those fun stories with us. And again, I think it's so... Uh, It's it's funny and it's silly to go through all these moments, but it's even more special to share those moments with your family. So uh, we can't thank you guys enough for your time today. Um, Honestly, just impressed and amazed to get so many bodies in one room at one time. So thank you for that. Um, We will definitely uh, we'll plug all of your social media handles in the information below. So for all of our listeners, be sure to check them out uh, and show them some love. Um, But before we go, is there anything else that you guys would like to add as far as where we can find you? where we can keep up with you guys. Um, I don't know if you have, in my head, I'm like, is there a family website that we can just go and book you for work there? (laughs) Yeah, their
0: their YouTube channel, your YouTube channel is very awesome. I was going through it um, last night, but sorry. I'm like, you guys tell us what (laughs) you you want our listeners to to go for.
2: I would say subscribe to our YouTube channel because we post every week and we kind of just post like vlogs of our life, weekend vlogs in our life and just stuff.
1: And there's bloopers at the end of every video
2: so you can get to know us. We love a blooper. We love that. Very
1: cool. Well, we'll have that information in the description below. But again, you guys, we can't thank you enough for your time today. Um, It was so lovely to meet you all. And I look forward to keeping up with you guys. uh, Keeping up with the the sisters Coming soon. uh, Because I know that you guys are all destined for greatness. Um, So thank you again.
2: Thank
1: you. Thank you. Yeah, and this one for all of my homies out there grinding and getting it every day. Keep doing what you do.
2: It's all love, baby.